Most people say you can't judge a book by its cover. But lately in the process for searching for a college roommate, that's all I've been doing. <laughs> I look on someone's Instagram page and ask myself, do they seem normal? <laughs> but what do we define as normal? Most of you assume I'm normal. I'm a 17-year-old student. I go to Fairfield Ludlow in Bridgeport Aquaculture. I'm a youth group president, so that means I engage well with my community and have good leadership skills. I have a pet. I'm healthy, I enjoy sports, and love spending time with my friends and family. And although that is all very true, allow myself to let my guard down and really introduce myself. Hi, I'm Matilda Nichols. I'm an only child and have grown up my whole life in Fairfield, Connecticut. My entire family skis, and I had to follow the tradition. So I was thrown onto skis as soon as I could walk. Since I was little, I dreamt of ski racing at the Olympics, but that hit a reality check when I realized my competition. <laughs> Flash forward to middle school, I had a solid group of friends, but nights at home were clouded with concerns for my dad's cancer treatments. Freshman year, I felt at my peak. I was making tons of new friends and was a valuable member of the field hockey and ski team. Then, COVID hit. My generation was stuck in a world that began and ended in the emptiness of our rooms. We couldn't socialize, our learning was limited to our screens, mental health cases started to rise during COVID as people's inner demons got the better of them. I grew up with a family history of alcoholism. I was diagnosed with depression and severe anxiety. I lost my childhood friend group and my dog of 16 years died last June. And finally, when we were out of COVID, the pressure rose I had to spend my junior year maintaining perfect grades for college and attempting not to burn out of the sport I love. I had to be the perfect daughter, end up at the perfect college, and with the perfect future career. I had to be normal. I'm proud to say senior year wasn't as bad. Besides the endless amount of college applications and the necessity to create the perfect Common App essay, I learned the importance of seeking um, spending time with the ones I love and prioritizing my mental well-being over anything else. So let me ask you, am I who you thought I was? Nowadays, it's hard to tell who a person really is because it's so easy to hide behind a false front. We see others' lives displayed on our screens and they look normal, vastly more normal than us. We've adopted the addiction of checking our Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok every hour in case a drastic change comes into someone else's life. We create false personas of ourselves online to make sure we fit in. I don't wanna conform and be that person who hides behind a false front. This type of hiding reminds me of when Jesus said, beware of the wolves in sheep's clothing. We automatically think of the wolves as the threat and wonder what it, I wonder what it would feel like to be in someone else's skin to be the wolf in sheep's clothing, pretending to be another person so we can try to succeed, so people don't see the real us, so they don't judge or aren't afraid. I have been a member of this church since I was five. Most people wouldn't know it because before middle, middle school, I was the quiet, quietest little girl. <laughs> I didn't do a single pageant, sorry, Philip. <laughs> didn't receive a Bible in third grade and try to stay invisible until sixth grade when I walked into middle school youth group, terrified, scared I wouldn't make a single friend, yet the moment I walked through the church doors, I was overwhelmed with an abundance of love and just acceptance. 
Since then, I never thought twice about hiding who I really am here, because in this church community, I never felt as I would be judged or made fun of. I didn't stand up here today because it was fun. I told my story because I wanted to show you that this community doesn't laugh at someone's flaws. They embrace them. I think why most kids in youth group always speak about the mission trip is because we all form a sort of bond that can't be broken. A bond we share because we know each other to the deepest levels, through each and every flaw. During my time spent on the mission trip, I felt an immense amount of relief not having my phone and just being able to hang out with everyone. Not having the pressure to deal with someone's online breakup or Snapchat notification. I was able to live completely in the moment and be true to myself. God created us to be unique, not to fit in with the quote-unquote trends or normalcy. In John 1-4, God stated, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. So let's think. What is the internet to define what is true about me? Who gets to decide how normal is presented? We should be the ones to decide. Because normal is open. Normal is real. And normal can't possibly be perfect. God never intended it to be so. So today, or tomorrow, or any day in the future, when you are worried you aren't living up to society's standard of perfect, just remember, every single one of you is normal, no matter if you're a morning person, wear socks to bed, or like the Patriots instead of the Giants. Our SEC community will embrace you. We will love your normal no matter what. Thank you. Congregational Church, I was six years old. I remember wearing a pretty pink dress and I had a small white bow in, my, bow in my hair. When we got to church, I thought it looked like a castle. I loved looking around and seeing the stained glass windows. I was so excited to see so many different faces. I sat with my parents and held their hands. We were, we were, probably, we were probably together for 15 or 20 minutes before Laura came over to the speakers and asked all the children to sit in a circle at the front of the church. I loved the way Laura's voices sounded. She had a really good energy and gave all of her attention. She smiled and was having fun with us. When she was done saying the prayer, she asked all of us to stand up and head to the chapel. I was so nervous and confused. I wanted to stay with my parents and my brother Jack. <laughs> I began to cry. My mom took my hand and walked me to make sure I was okay. We peeked, through the we peeked through the glass door and saw lots of kids of all different ages just running around. Some of the kids <laughs> looked so big, I was scared. But I was also a little curious to know what everyone was doing in there. Once inside, I sat down with the other kids from my grade. I peeped at the people next to me to see if I knew anybody that went to my school. And while looking around, I saw someone that seemed about my age walking in the middle of the chapel like they own the place. <laughs> we, 
We both had headbands in our hair and similar dresses. But Ken looked different because they were so comfortable. Right from that moment, I wanted to introduce myself to them. From that day forward, I never felt alone or just nervous at church. I knew I had a true friend. I kept going back to church week after week. So I joined jun junior choir. Marnie was so good at keeping, at her, keeping our attention. She had such a pretty voice and made me want to sing louder and better so I could be just like her. Junior choir and youth group were such a fun way to end my week. They made me forget that I had to go to school the next day. <laughs> I loved my time at the church and I was excited for new, new opportunities to be involved. I should mention another reason why we started going to Southport Congregational Church. My mom grew up to First Congregational Church in Old Greenwich. She had belonged to their youth group and went on their mission trips for many years in Orland, Maine. With my mom's amazing upbringing at her church, she wanted Jack and I to have that experience. My dad, who also has felt touched and loves hearing Paul's sermons, Another fun fact is that she knew we would see Lisa Ducey there, <laughs> who we all love. <laughs> the summer after eighth grade, I went on my first mission trip with my brother and my dad. We went to Redshirt Table in South Dakota during family week. The trip was so eye-opening, and to me, and my extra and to me, I'm extra grateful for everything I had in my life. Then during my freshman year. Ten of us started studying together and preparing for our confirmation. We started our confirmation class in person, and then when COVID came along in the spring, we switched to Zoom. Sitting on those Zoom calls with my friends from church made me realize I wasn't alone. We were all going through it together. Luckily, that June, we were able to meet in Laura's backyard on a beautiful day for our social distant confirmation. That summer, we unfortunately couldn't do our mission trip. The next summer, we still couldn't do our traditional mission trip, so we went local. We all stayed at the church for one week. Coming to the local mission trip on the first day, I remember asking myself, how are we going to do this? Knowing Laura, I know it was going to be fun and we will get straight to work. We got to learn about Indian reservations around Connecticut, help donate food to one of the reservations, play games, and do an ice cream social and karaoke night at the barn. Looking back from that experience, that trip helped me get out of my comfort zone. One thing I really loved about my church is that I had, that I had lots of options for activities for teenagers. When we get into smaller groups, it helps everyone feel more comfortable. Church is a place where I feel accepted for who I am. There are adults in this community who have watched me grow up, and it means so much to me when they come up to me after choir, pat me on the back, and tell me I'm doing a good job. Laura and Paul make everyone feel welcome. They are like parents, making sure we feel safe, supported, and loved. They bring out the best in everyone. During the times of grief, they bring so much comfort. They, they look out for all of us and remind us that we are never alone. I'm so grateful to be part of this community. Thank you.